What is up, my friend? Welcome to the Anthony Genomics Podcast. This is another Sunday Sermon Edition. And today, I want to talk with you about like why you must choose your war wisely. Like with everything that's just going on in the world right now, I, I believe you're at war. And this war isn't some like physical war, at least not yet. And I don't really think it, it's going to be. Yet I believe you're involved in a psychological war. And a lot of people right now are being swept into its current. And I believe social media and the traditional media outlets are serving as like a puppet master. And many people are being played and they don't even know it. So if you want to take immediate control of your life and create that which you feel called to create, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Anthony John Amix podcast. The one and only podcast designed to help you become unstoppable in life and business. My name is Anthony John Amix. My friends call me AJ. And my goal with this podcast is to help you remember who you truly are so you can maintain your center in the chaos, embody your potential, and unlock freedom in your life and business. That being said, let's get into today's show. All right, welcome back. Now, before we dive down the rabbit hole on this whole idea of war, I want to let you know about a free training I've put together. It's all about how to rewire and transform your subconscious patterns in 90 days or less. So you embody your potential and unlock freedom in your life and business, and you can get immediate access to that training over at trainingwithaj.com. There's like no opt-in or anything like that. Like just go to trainingwithaj.com if you want to learn how to take advantage of some unconventional wisdom to embodying your potential and creating life on your terms. So with that being said, let's get into today's show. Now, there's no doubt that there's a lot going on. I mean, COVID, vaccines, travel is still restricted. And here in America, like what's open and not open, what's allowed and not allowed is like different from state to state. And here in Texas, like especially in the small towns, like life's just like going on like it did before COVID existed. Now, that's a completely different story in the larger cities and especially states like New York and California. And I have clients who live in Canada and the UK and Australia and what they're experiencing are still like these really intense lockdowns and curfews and not to mention all the stuff about race and transgender. I mean, like there is a whole lot of stuff, <laughs> a whole lot of stuff going on right now. And I see people being very vocal about the political stuff. I see them being very vocal about the race stuff and the gender stuff and, and climate, like all the stuff, like, which is great. People are taking a stand. They're using their voice. It's a beautiful thing. But here's the problem. I don't believe every person who's taking to social media to share their perspective is being called to share their perspective. Instead, I believe that they're reacting to the pressure that they're feeling when their values are being challenged. And as a result, they're actually reacting to the pressure rather than responding. Now, another way of saying this is that they are going to war for a battle that they're not called to fight. Now, let me explain this. If you've ever watched the documentary called The Social Dilemma, this may make sense for you. If you haven't watched it, I'd highly recommend it that you go watch it. But basically, the documentary breaks down that the algorithms on all of the social media platforms are designed to do one thing, which is to keep you on their platform. Like that way they can serve ads to you, which is how they make money. So it makes sense, right? And the thing about algorithms though, is they're not objective. Like instead they are designed and they're programmed to pay attention to your behavior on their platform and then serve you content that keeps you on their platform, that keeps 
you engaging with things on their platform. Now, a big problem with this is it can create confirmation bias. This is like where when you believe something, you then go like something, you share something about that, whatever. But what happens is the platform then starts showing you more and more of that type of information because it keeps you on their platform. Now, the danger with this is it can create your reality, which by the way, is truly your reality, but it may not be the totality of reality, right? I'm gonna say that again, because this is kind of a mindfuck here. The danger with this is it can create your reality, which is truly your reality, your reality, but it may not be the totality of reality. And so you read something, you engage with something, it aligns with your current belief systems. And then based upon your behavior and the algorithm objectively doing its job, it serves you more of that type of thing, right? And that's then getting you to stay on their platform. And then all of a sudden, your belief system is anchored in. Like everything you see on social media and other media outlets starts creating a conviction of your belief system. And this is why I'm saying a lot of people are going to war for a war. They're probably not called to. Instead, they're being played unknowingly by algorithms and the media at large. Now, is there some sinister plan going on? Who knows, right? Who knows? I'm not going to say yes, and I'm not going to say no. Instead, I found there's a lot of power and just kind of holding it all loosely. Like there's this old Taoist story of an old farmer who had like to work his crops for many, many, many years. And it says one day his horse ran away. And upon hearing the news, the neighbors came to visit and they said, such bad luck, right? And the farmer replied with, maybe. And then the next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it three other wild horses. And the neighbors came over again. They're like, oh, how wonderful. And the old man again, maybe. And then the following day, his son tried to ride one of those untamed horses and he was thrown off and he broke his leg. And the neighbors came over again to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. And the farmer again answered, maybe. And then a day after, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army. And seeing that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by. The neighbors heard of this. They came over to the farmer. They congratulated him on how well things had turned out. And then again, the farmer said, maybe. <laughs> the point of the story, in my opinion, is just like hold things loosely. Like we get so attached to things constantly looking for confirmation of our belief systems. And we all do this. It's part of the beingness of being human because at one level or another, one of our basic needs as a human being is belonging. And it sits there right above our physiological and safety needs. This is like one of our three human needs, belonging. So biologically, there's a part of us that is afraid, that has fear if we're wrong, because we're like, man, then I'm not going to belong. If I'm wrong, then I'm not going to belong. See, back in the day, many, 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 many generations ago, if we didn't belong to a tribe, we would die. 
So this need for belonging is baked into our lizard brain at a very, very deep level. So when we feel we are wrong in some way, there is a part of us if, right? There's a part of us if we don't learn how to consciously direct it, there's a part of us that is triggered into a fear response. I'm talking about full-on fight, flight, freeze, or appease, and our fear response is different things for different people. But the thing is, is it happens to all of us, myself included. I'm just here to tell you, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you're spending a lot of time and energy and money fighting a war that you may not be called to. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15, it says, Yahaziel, or however you say the dude's name, Jahaziel, Yahaziel, I don't know, right? He is a prophet, right? And he said, listen, King Jehos- Jehoshaphat, I'm going to butcher these names. Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged of this vast army. And I feel like there's so many people right now that's like, whoa, look at the government, look at this, like a vast army. (laughs) Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Then in verse 17, he continues and he says, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. So check this out. Check this out. In verse 15, it says, for the battle is not yours. The battle's not yours. It's God's. Like right now, I see a whole lot of people who believe the world is doomed, that it's falling apart. And like the Zen farmer, I'm just like, maybe, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) And what I know with 100% certainty is I'm not called to fight in this political battle. I'm not. I've asked. I have asked. I've wrestled with the question of if I don't fight, who will? Like, where is my responsibility in all of this? There's a quote by Edmund Burke that says something like, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing, right? And a lot of conservative people are taking this, I, this, this quote, this type of thing. They're taking this on them to then take to social media to find facts about why what's happening in the world is wrong. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying what is happening is right. I am also not saying that it is wrong. I'm just saying there's some shit happening, right? There's just some shit happening. And the stuff isn't as black and white as we humans want it to be. And my encouragement to you to find sanity and strength and peace and power in this whole thing is to come home. Now, I'm not talking about like where you were born or the house that you live in. I'm talking about home, your place beyond your thoughts, the place beyond your breath, the place known as your soul. Like come home to the God, spirit, source, universe, consciousness, whatever you want to call that, come home to that. 
for that is the only place that I found to, to like where we can know, where we can know like in our bones, what war are you called to? And for some people, it will be to go to war on politics or race or gender or whatever thing it is. And for other people, it's going to be something completely different. Like for me, when I come home and I live in the question of like, what is it you're calling me to, Lord? What is it that you call me to? The answer that lives in me is help people remember who they are. And so every day I do my best to do that. This is one reason I do this podcast. I'm going to war every day in the war that I'm being called to. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17, it says, you will not have to fight this battle. I'm here to tell you, you don't. This is why when you come home, you can find peace. You can trust that God consciousness universe, you can trust that will call others to where he wants them to fight. And in verse 17, it goes on to say, take up your positions, stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Now, what does it mean to take up your positions, to stand firm and see deliverance? In Psalms 46, verse 10, David wrote, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. When we're willing to come home and be still, beyond the media, beyond the algorithms, you will find the war that you are called to. Now, I know some people may be like, whoa, this is way too simple. <laughs> we have to do something. I mean, if we don't, the world will be lost. America will be overtaken by China or AI is going to rule the world or whatever, right? <laughs> now, here's what I'd have you consider. Since the beginning of time, nations have conquered nations. And there are many stories in the Bible that to this day still inspire me and I take peace in them. And it boils down to this. Those who choose to come home on a daily basis and trust in that were always provided for. There were stories of when the Israelites were taken into captivity and those who chose to never forsake their connection to source and to heed its guidance they were always taken care of very, very well. So when people are like, well, what if America becomes communist? Or what if there's one world and one currency? What if the world really like does become like ready, uh, like ready player one? I can sit here and be like that, that Taoist sage and just be like, maybe it does. Not from this place of apathy or indifference, but rather like this knowing that I'm seeking to go to war every day to the war that I'm being called to. 
And in that, there's a peace that surpasses understanding of the human mind where you can trust in that thing that rests beyond the human mind to guide you to the war that you are truly called to. And in that, your life is always good. In that, your life is always safe and secure. See, many people, they make the mistake of believing that they have to be the one in control. They believe all of the stories and all of the meanings that their minds convince them of. And unknowingly, they go to war to defend the very thing their mind has convinced them of that they have to defend. When in reality, if they checked in with their soul, they would be called to go to a war and potentially a very different place. Every person I talked with last year in 2020 who took time to come home and listen to where their soul called them to, and when they listened to and heeded that advice, they grew their business and expanded forward last year. And the others who didn't do that, well, they got swept into a sea of chaos and confusion and frustration. So the lesson is to search, to seek for the war that you're called to, not the one the media or the mind convinces you of. So my invitation to you this day is this. Are you fighting a war that you're not called to? Have you let the chaos of the media direct your time and energy and attention? Or are you coming home on a daily basis to gain perspective to the war that you're being called to fight in. And regardless of the outcome, you know in your bones, what will be will be not from a place of indifference and apathy, but rather from a place of knowing you are heeding the call. Well, my friend, that's all I have for this episode of the Anthony Chinamix podcast. I hope it served you. I hope this has inspired you. And I really hope that this has helped you to remember to choose your war wisely. Because make no mistake, you and I are at war. Every single day, we are at war with our minds. And there is so much noise out there that will occupy your mind if you let it. And I'm here to tell you beyond your mind, you are so much more. And when you open yourself and train yourself to listen to that small, gentle voice, the voice of peace. That is where your purpose and your profits lie. So if you know someone who needs to hear this episode, send it over to their DMs, screenshot it, share it on social media, send them an email, text message, whatever you have to do to get this episode into the ear holes and also keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes because it's what helps kind of get this show, this goodness found by more people and uh, helps me out continuing to put out this content every single week. So thank you so much for being here. Until next time, my friend, I'm out. Peace. Well, that's all I've got for this episode of the Anthony John Emmons podcast, but we have plenty more to help you become unstoppable in life and business. So head on over to ajamix.com for exclusive resources, information, and tools to help you break through to a new level of freedom, purpose, and success. I look forward to having you back for the next episode. Bye for now.